0: Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the January 16th edition of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 54 to 64 of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. 2. The Stages of Revelation. In the beginning, God makes himself known. 54. God who creates and conserves all things by his word provides men with constant evidence of himself in created realities. And furthermore, wishing to open up the way to heavenly salvation, he manifested himself to our first parents from the very beginning. He invited them to intimate communion with himself and clothed them with resplendent grace and and justice. 55. This revelation was not broken off By our first parents' sin. After the fall, God buoyed them up with the hope of salvation, by promising redemption. And he has never ceased to show his solicitude for the human race. For he wishes to give eternal life to all those who seek salvation by patience in well-doing. And when, through disobedience, he had lost your friendship. You did not abandon him to the domain of death. Time and again, you offer them covenants. The Covenant with Noah, 56. After the unity of the human race was shattered by sin, God at once sought to save humanity part by part. The Covenant with Noah after the flood gives expression to the principle of the divine economy toward the nations, in other words, towards men grouped in their lands, each with its own language, by their families in their nations. 57. This state of division into many nations is at once cosmic, social and religious. It is attended to limit the pride of fallen humanity, united only in its perverse ambitions, to forge its own unity as at Babel. But, because of sin... Both polytheism and the idolatry of the nation and of its rulers constantly threaten the provisional economy with the perversion of paganism. 58. The covenant with Noah remains in force during the time of the Gentiles until the universal proclamation of the gospel. The Bible venerates several great figures among the Gentiles, Abel the Just the king-priest Melchizedek, a figure of Christ, and the upright Noah, Daniel, and Job. Scripture thus expresses the heights of sanctity that can be reached by those who live according to the covenant of Noah, waiting for Christ to gather into one the children of God who are scattered abroad. God chooses Abraham, 59. In order to gather together scattered humanity, God calls Abraham from his country, his kindred and his father's house and makes him Abraham, that is, the multitude, the father of a multitude of nations. In you all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. 60. The people descended from Abraham would be the trustee of the promise made to the patriarchs, the chosen people, called to prepare for that day when God would gather all his children into the unity of the church. They would be the root onto which the Gentiles would be grafted once they came to believe. 61. The patriarchs, prophets and certain other Old Testament figures have been and always will be honoured as saints in all the church's liturgical traditions. God forms his people Israel. 62. After the patriarchs, God formed Israel as his people by freeing them from slavery in Egypt. He established with them the covenant of Mount Sinai and through Moses gave them his law so that they would recognize him and serve him as the one living and true God, the provident father and just judge, and so that they would look for the promised saviour. 63. Israel is the priestly people of God, called by the name of the Lord, and to whom the Lord our God spoke first, the people of elder brethren in the faith of Abraham. 64. Through the prophets, God forms his people in the hope of salvation, in the expectation of a new and everlasting covenant intended for all to be written on their hearts. The prophets proclaim a radical redemption of the people of God, purification from all their infidelities, a salvation which will include all the nations. Above all, the poor and the humble of the Lord will bear this hope. Such holy women as Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, Miriam, Deborah, Hannah, Judith and Esther kept alive the hope of the Lord's salvation. The purest figure among them is Mary. So here we're dealing with the stages of Revelation, and that God, as we were seeing yesterday, makes himself known gradually. And we're seeing that uh, from the beginning of creation is the first time when God basically shows himself to all peoples. Then we look at the various covenants, that there's the covenant with Noah after the flood, the covenant with Abraham. And then in the Old Testament, God speaks to various people, not all of them Jewish. Some of them don't belong to the people of Israel, like uh, Job, for example, like Melchizedek. And these uh, people are still holy and uh, just and know God and have been cho- and God works with them. But mainly, God continues his work by choosing a people. And it says that he decides to save humanity working part by part. Working first of all with the people of Israel and then as we look tomorrow to see how he widens the salvation in the New Testament. So, here we've been looking at the different ways that God shows himself in the Old Testament. Again, these few verses of the Catechism can't encompass the whole Old Testament. There are all many, many beautiful stories, many beautiful pl- things that we could reflect on in the Old Testament. But here we're just getting a, a quick overview of all the Old Testament and especially these special moments of the covenant with Noah and more especially the covenant with Abraham, who is the father of Israel. And Israel, the chosen people, and the people that are close to God, and the people who God makes this first main covenant with, the people of Israel. So that's uh, more or less the section we've looked at today. Uh, While I remember, just if anybody is interested to give you a book reference, there are many footnotes in the Catechism, as you might have noticed. And most of these footnotes are to Scripture, and it's very good to, if you're reading the Catechism, if you want to study a point, to study it with your Bible in your hand. Then there are also other uh, references to church documents, many of which can be found on the website of the Vatican, and also to the to different writings of the patristics of the saints, some of which these can be found, uh, for example, on the website of New Advent, uh, newadvent.org, I think it is, uh, which provides um, an older translation of many of the fathers of the church. But there is a book that was produced back when the Patek Catechism was published first by Ignatius Prest called... A companion to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, a compendium of texts referred to in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Again, this is keyed to the first edition of the Catechism. There'll be some tiny differences to the contemporary version of the Catechism, but basically this is a big book. It's actually bigger than the Catechism itself and it gives the full texts referred to in the footnotes, be they the biblical texts, be they the patristic texts, be they the magisterial texts, that they're all in this book if anybody's interested. Uh, at this stage you can pick it up quite cheaply on Amazon uh, as a second-hand version or I believe Ignatius Press still markets it. So we'll continue tomorrow and tomorrow we'll be looking at numbers 65 through 67 and then the in brief for this section. God bless.